You're listening to the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. Powered by Bathtub Guys Refinishing. We discuss the refinishing industry, interview owners and operators, and give tips to business owners and entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Daniel Montalvo. All right. We're back with Marissa. (laughs) We're back. All right. So, go ahead and just ask more or less what you asked so that people have context. Okay, so my question was when you're, you said you seek out, you you drop in at hotels basically, right, to meet them, give them your contact info to, to get work. So I'm just curious what you look for in a hotel to kind of feel feel out which ones need your work. So sometimes the age of the property does have something to do with it. Um if I've done hotels in the area, so there's a very famous highway here called Highway 192. Um, and it's famous because it connects you to Celebration and Disney and all that stuff. Um, and there's a lot of hotels and motels because the original idea for that area was there was good, like it was kind of the gateway to the parks. So there's mm-hmm. just a highway road full of hotels and motels and stuff. So I, I, I could assume that if one needs it, there's others. Same thing with like a neighborhood. Um, and also the majority of the time, what I seek out is properties that are near other properties getting renovated because there's like a, there's like a game that goes on where like, if you're a Hilton and you're next to a Westgate, and the Westgate starts renovating, you don't want to lose that timeshare potential. So you're going to start renovating soon or planning it or start talking about it. And so like it, it does two things. They sell more timeshares because the timeshare thing is big here. And also they rent right. hotel rooms because they're renovated. So if I am working at one that's close to another one, or if I hear about one, um, you know, literally sometimes just Googling like hotels renovating in Orlando, you might find one. And even if that mm-hmm. one's not interested, some of the older properties in the area know that one's getting renovated. Now we have to do it. They don't want to be, that makes sense. They don't, they don't want to be left in the dust essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And then the way I go about it is, uh, I mean, there's two people you can talk to at a hotel uh, on property. You can talk to the director of engineering. They usually mm-hmm. are the ones that are assigned like, vendors and they deal with it or sometimes in rare cases general managers the thing about the general manager is that they're the final decision maker so i usually recommend talking to both because okay you know general manager they might be hesitant to sign off on what the engineer wants if they don't really know you or they're not they're not comfortable with you so i like to engage a meeting with both of them before proceeding so that the general manager actually gets to know you meet you and know like okay I see, you know, that, that, you know, this person is going to be able to do the job or this company is going to be able to do the job effectively. Um, You know, you don't want them guessing or questioning the engineer or, oh, I have a buddy that does it or cut all that stuff out and you be there and be present. Um, Aside from that, like, uh, sometimes I just go to random hotels. Sometimes it's just that it's worked out. I've done cold calling before. Sometimes that works. Um, but it's like you said with the, uh, 
home renovation people that do like the bathroom remodels and stuff. Same thing. I mean, just networking. Uh, Mm-hmm. But what you got to be a little bit more forward, and, and this is a big thing, and I haven't really touched on it uh, before. You need to make sure that your legal stuff is right because hotels won't let oh, you yeah. work on property without insurance, so you have to have liability insurance. Um, you have to have at least one of your vehicles has to have a commercial auto policy in most cases, mm-hmm. and then um, if you work for yourself, you can typically get a workers' compensation exemption, but if you have employees, they all need to have workers comp and you need to present it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. That makes sense. That's part of the reason why we 1099 our people because I am not paying workers compensation. That shit's too expensive. <laughs> and then also yeah. somebody cuts their finger and they're getting workers comp for a, a year. It's stupid. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of different stuff. If you have more questions, I, I, be you know more than happy to answer anything with the commercial side because we do a lot of it yeah like the only we have one hotel that we work for and um i mean they they found us i I mean we we've only worked with them and we work with them pretty consistently they kind of just like do two two to three tubs a month Uh and um i mean we started out with them like five years ago but now mostly like the work I go in and do is just like reapplying non-slip um the tubs still look good you know for after all this time unless you know there's a chip in it or something uh, basically I just go in and I, I'll repair any little stuff and then re-roll are you um, interested in getting more commercial work for yourself well I am but that's kind of like the <laughs> that's kind of where I start to get nervous about like, how, how do I balance the residential and the commercial? I'll have to, at, at what point do I hire somebody to help me? Like when I know I have this contract, do I suddenly, I, I don't know. Like, I think that the easiest way to go about it is start with a helper that is yeah. willing to maybe even work part time or, something and maybe someone who doesn't necessarily need the job to feed their family. Maybe they just want to make some extra money uh, in the beginning, because what it's, it's going to do two things. You're going to have somebody that from the beginning, if you promote them and make them something more and they end up, you know, maybe they're, like I said, working part time and they could leave that and work with you. They're going to be grateful because they started from the bottom literally. And also it's Mm going to teach you how to teach people. And a lot of the, right. it's it's hard to teach people. Uh, you you know, there's things that you know that are just so second nature that explaining it is actually going to be hard when it comes time to do it. And right, you know, th- those are That's things. What I worry about. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, those are things. That, those are all skills that you have to develop if you want to expand eventually. Like, you know, have mm-hmm. crews and stuff like that. Um, I think. Also, you know, like I said, even if, if it's twice a week, if you could swing paying someone a hundred bucks twice a week just to come right along with you on bigger jobs even mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, when I have a bigger job, I'll call you and you let me know if you can come by and then just start with that. And then if a project hits, you tell them, hey, like if I if I got a project, if I give you two weeks notice, can you be there every day? Something like that. Just try to start making those little arrangements to where like if something does come up your way then you can just be like well i'm ready for it at least to start 
or, you know, maybe doing three or four tubs or five tubs in a day between the two of you. Those are things that are possible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, um, we, we've done one like full hotel before, like I think it was 2020, mm-hmm. but it was my, my mom and I were doing it together and we were, I think we we're doing like three tubs a day and we did like 75 of them or something. But I know for sure, I mean, we, my mom and I are both like, we are both efficient bathtub refinishers so we could do that. But I know for sure, like she's not interested in doing that type of thing again, um, her, like herself. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely need to have somebody hired and I don't know, I kind of just worry about it you know, taking much longer than expected if I've got to kind of like walk somebody through it. So uh, I, definitely hiring a helper to help with residential stuff is kind of for sure where I want to start. But that's the first step. Yeah. 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 I just, you know, adding another expense like that, who is, a, it's an expense, but they're also a human being who will take time and patience. Um, and I was just something I've been saying, I, I really want to do for a couple of years, but I just have to, I have to dive in at some point and just do it. And I really like what you said about, you know, just having someone who's like on call as needed, but. Um, Make it clear from the beginning. Don't, you don't, you don't want to give them false hope. There are people who want to make an extra hundred bucks every now and then, and they're cool with it. And then if there's Mm -hmm. more and they like the job, they might be willing to be like, okay, well, if you can have me full time, I'll go full time, you know, like, but the important thing is like getting those skills, learning how to deal with people. Cause like I said before, people, they're not going to care as much as you and you got to be okay with that. It's, but you can program them to be a good helper who is going to like, you're going to get the best aspects of them and try to get the best out of them and the most out of them for what you're, you know, paying them, compensating them for. Um, Mm -hmm. it, it, It is, it is a balance and it's hard. I mean, we've, we've been lucky that like the first person outside of like me and my brother that we hired, um, was a friend of his. So the thing is dealing with friends and family isn't always the best option. Most of the time, right. most of the time. <laughs> it can like, go great or bad. <laughs> well, 95% of the time they try to take advantage because they think you're cool. Luckily, right. this guy wasn't like that. And so he's like our head technician's name. His name is Ralph. Does a really, really good right. job. Um, And then we've just had good luck hiring people through Indeed and stuff like that to a certain extent. Um, but we've tried the training people from the bottom thing and it works. You just have to be very patient. That's why starting off as a prepper and then slowly like, Mm -hmm. you know, with the understanding that, Hey, this is very much a part-time position right now. And and also to touch on what you said, a lot of people uh, struggle with starting the hiring process because they see it as an expense. It's an investment. That's no. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Because at the end of the day, if a hotel calls you and is like, we need minimum five tubs a day and there's a thousand tubs here, Marissa, you're going to wish and pray that you had that helper. Yeah. And that's, those are the things that as you grow, you know, maybe not a thousand, maybe two or 300 tubs, but still it will be, it will be like 
sucky if you have to be like, well, I can't do five by myself. So I guess I'll give this job to someone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and sometimes that those things happen. I've been caught in that scenario myself, literally like that project I was telling you about. So we had, um, we had nine people doing 12 tubs and I subbed out four of them to a subcontractor because they just weren't getting it done. Oh, really? So we had 16 oh, wow. total in a day. <laughs> Not fun. Oh, wow. But by the end of it, at, at the very least, some of them were getting it enough to where they weren't leaving at six o'clock. And, you know, but it still wasn't enough. Like they still weren't spraying consistently and stuff. So I fired everybody. And it's, it, it, it's, it's a hard decision to make, but yeah. uh, I, I basically had to learn the hard way that there is probably going to be more people that try to take advantage of the situations that they're in and kind of find the easy way out than people who are actually going to sit down and work. Um, and I learned this from Danny from Alliance Reglazing in California. Uh, oh, okay. he, he told me, you need to hire fast and fire faster. And he's like, um. he's like, say yes to a bunch of people. And if they're not getting it, like you, somebody should be able to learn masking in three days. Like that's not yeah. hard. If, if, if they're not, and you need people, you need to get them out and put someone in there that knows what they're doing. You can't mm -hmm. let it linger. You can't have them around for two or three months. You can't let them get that job security because if they start off bad and then they feel like they have leverage over you, they're going to get worse. <laughs> they're not going to yeah. get better. You need people who are badass from the beginning and, and you see it and you will see it. There's a, Everybody, everybody who starts with the hiring stuff, they always have those one or two people who they know that they can depend on. And then from there, it's like they know what they're doing, but they're not that, which is why I gave a different position to those. So Ralph and Damon, who are the two guys I trust the most, are my supervisors. I will send them. Yeah, they'll do the work if it's needed. But most of the time they're supervising. And that's that's the compromise. Yeah, that's great. Like. And that helps you not have to be on, you know, on job sites too. So you can do your job more effectively. Exactly. To I'm have someone there that you trust. So you're not having to check everyone's work. That's, that's, that's like really the key to growing, I think. And it was, it was <laughs> a hard, sure. it was a hard transition for them too, because sometimes they're still on the field. It's like if, if somebody's out, they already know we got to go in there and do the work and supervise, but that's why they're getting paid more, mm -hmm. you know? They're getting paid more to deal with the headache, so I don't have to get a call about, well, it's not going to get done today because, no, like you're the extra hand if somebody goes down. But if everybody's yeah. there, you just need to make sure the quality control is on point. Mm -hmm. the, and if, if you know somebody's missing, someone's out, they need to make sure that it gets done and they're doing the other thing. It's a balance. But we do things like we have supervisor meetings with them, uh, with, with them too. We'll take them out somewhere to eat or something and we'll talk and discuss like, Hey, how's this guy doing? Kind of like a progress report. Like, how's this guy doing? Uh, he screwed up here. Okay. We got to do this, this, and this, make sure you're checking him. We implemented like a task sheet system. Um, so anytime we do anything commercial, the techs mm -hmm. that are under the supervisors, they have sheets, they write down their unit number and their name. And every single part of the job has to be signed off by one of the supervisors before they can leave or continue because 
Okay. It forces them to get their work checked and not just disappear and be like, well, I finished my stuff, so I got to go home. And it also forces the supervisors to take accountability if they sign off on something and it sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So definitely. It, those are just little things that I implemented to make it easier. Um, but for sure, like hiring people is scary, man. It, it, it is. Even even I still get it. Like when I hired, you start questioning, like, am I, am I going to have enough business to keep up with it? I, am I going right. to be generating enough to deal with the extra expense? And then you got to think, are these people going to have vehicles? Am I going to have to supply them vehicles? Am I going to have to pay for more insurance? Yeah, most of the time the answer is yes. And it, it's yeah. it's an undertaking. <laughs> but if you want to grow. But also, there's so much stuff that I can't do because I'm too busy at a job site. Like, yep. it's just like stunts. It stunts our growth for sure. Yep. That's the way there's you There's a bunch of stuff it. that I can't do. So, I mean, that's that's the benefit of, of having that now you can do more to keep them busy yeah and, and your and your so. mental health too like you know that people don't talk about that enough like sometimes you just want to stay home sometimes you need to you know like right. you're in there you're inhaling fumes you're doing this this work you're in there you know 14 days straight pretty much you know with the exception of weekends unless you work weekends and it's like Dang, if I just had somebody that can go do it today, it would be worth it to me to yeah. throw him 150 <laughs> bucks and I could just chill. You know what I mean? Or catch up mm -hmm. on other things, like you said, that are going to help the business grow. Uh, that's one thing that Jonathan from Perfect Surface Glazing was telling me because I'm, I'm really good friends with him. Um, like I go visit him in Tampa. He's like an hour away from me. Uh, but I go yeah. visit him uh, up there and he tells me because he's starting to hire people like he forgot how to just sit and relax. Because it's like, oh yeah, I have no clue how to sit and relax. Yeah, it's you're impossible. checking your phone every five seconds and making mm -hmm. sure that everything on the field's getting done and has that anxiety of oh, what if they fuck it up? And I told him, I'm like, bro, you can't always be in control. That's something that you have to learn. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's he's been killing it too. I was surprised to see how many people he's got on his team now. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's got a few guys, so that's great. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been doing better. He he got a commercial project in Sebring, which is like, it's like a kind of weird like town and you know the outskirts and stuff. But uh, he yeah. got like a it's a assisted living facility, I believe, is what it was for like elderly people. Oh, um, interesting. But it was like the first commercial project f for tubs that he got completely by himself, I believe. Uh, they did 75 tubs and they were there for like, I think six days or seven days, something like that. Um, which yeah. is, it's pretty good. You know, I, I was really happy for him. And then, you know, he's got a, a couple other things pending some, some bigger projects and stuff. I've subbed jobs to him before. I have not even gotten one call back. He does a really good job and he puts, oh, yeah. he puts his people in line from the beginning. And like, I'm going to tell you something right now, because this is something important, not just for you, but anybody who's thinking about hiring people, everybody wants to think I'm going to be the nice boss. I'm going to try to treat everybody as fair as possible. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, oh, if somebody wants to call off, I'm going to don't do it. No, don't fucking do it. The, you do it once. It'll become mm -hmm. a habit. My fear actually is that I, I mean, I can be, I'm a, 
actually very intense person Mm -hmm. and I'm just afraid that I'm gonna scare people off like because I am very if you're in front of me and I'm having you do something for me I am very forward and direct I will tell you like and, and this is something I've had to deal with with my mom too is because she she has a way of doing things that she wanted me to do the exact same way and I was I'm like well I actually prefer to do it this way I like to use this razor blade instead of this razor blade like just little stuff like that but if someone is like not getting something simple that I I think is simple I'm I'm the type of person that's just like just do it it's easy and I don't want to be that type of person to an employee. Like, I don't want to be mean and rude. And that's how I'm actually afraid I'm going to be. Is <laughs> like, if you can't make it, mm, yes, you can. You can be there. But, you told me you would be there. Be there. Yeah. Um, well, you, you... I'm actually kind of afraid in the other direction that people would be like, she sucks as a boss. She's way too mean. And no. I don't want to be that. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, this is the difference. And this will always be the difference. And this will always be the reason why that people who really want to work will be glad that they work for a smaller business. You yeah. go you go to a corporate job or any job that's like, you know, let's say like a McDonald's job. You are a fucking number and they will fire you as fast as they hired you and they will give you no breaks like to screw around and you know, it it it's it's a lot harsher because you never actually get communication from the higher ups like you know it's it's they have all these different levels of command so that there is no emotion at all you know what i mean yeah and they don't let that influence their decision and as much as people want to complain about that like regardless there's going to be some of that but you got to be conscious of it before so that you don't let them take advantage of you is what i'm saying but the Mm -hmm. fact that he's talking to the owner is going to yeah like this is your business you give a fuck about it so that's why if you gotta be mean cry about it somewhere else what the fuck true (laughs) i've had lots of bosses that weren't afraid to be a little firm with me direct with me i mean i remember working at uh jimmy john subs in high school and like crying behind the rack of potato chips because my boss is mean to me. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm kidding. I would never, I would never want that for somebody, but a lot of um, them, a lot of them start off nice. A lot. Look, look, I'm telling you, cause I just went through this. I gave like five or six people, six months to learn a trade. And I was paying them. I was paying them the equivalent as if they were already trained. They were making $25 an hour off of me. Six people, wow. and they didn't. I took. I basically I learned that I took the incentive away from them to want to learn because I was paying. Uh, them. Yeah. And but the fact of the matter is, a person who really, really was interested would have just been like, "Well, I'm gonna learn this to maintain it," and this guy's being nice enough that he's, you know, he's giving me the the money I would be making if I knew it. So I better like get my shit together and learn it. Most people don't operate that way. I, I, no. I, would, I would venture to say that most people are takers. <laughs> and most people aren't, aren't yeah. there to help. So 
it's like, why bother to learn how to be good at it if I'm going to make the same money either way? <laughs> yeah, but they forget. Like, I could just fire you, you idiot. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, that, that's what I tell them all the time. And then when I started doing it, everyone got their shit together. But I had already seen the bullshit for so long. I was just like, mm-hmm. you're gone. Now you're gone. And yeah. now there's none of them left. I don't care. It was such a big, yeah. like, relief, you know, off my head because I, I just felt like, I just felt like if it was me knowing that, you know, like I'm a business owner, so I know what it costs and stuff. I, I would be conscientious of, damn, they're, they're doing all of this. I really need to get my shit together. But I learned that most people, you know, out of the nine people we hired, like none of them are left. Most people are just yeah. there just to fuck around and make a paycheck. And you, you want to weed yeah. those people out really early on. I, I, I have a, a quick story. I had a gentleman that I hired literally just last week, a new guy that's not part of this group. I asked him okay. if he had transportation. He said yes. So he gets, to, nice. he gets to work, no problem, the entire first week. The Monday after the Super Bowl, he texts me and says, hey, um, I'm going to need somebody to pick me up uh, because I, I don't have a, a, a way to get to work. And I, I asked him, I'm like, well, you said you had transportation. He's like, well, yeah, but uh, I've been using my sister's car. She was off last week. And my car's the mechanic. And he told me that the night of, he said his car has been uh, messed up since like or for like a month. And he, like he got the car back or to his sister that Saturday. And I'm like, okay. All I did was just block yeah. his number. Because... If you have such little respect for your brand new position that you knew about yeah. something for two days before telling me, and then now you on the morning of a job want me to go out of my way to get you, then like it's, it's disrespectful. Like that would be, yeah. that would be like me on Monday morning saying, Hey, guess what? You don't work today and just hang up. Yeah, exactly. So I just there's got to be mutual respect. <laughs> and if you don't have transportation or you have an issue, you let somebody know. He 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 was oh, yeah. using someone else's car for a week. He could have said, "Hey, I have this situation with my car. We're gonna have to figure something out for next week until I get my thing fixed." But it's the uh, like the lack of uh, awareness to tell people your situation and then just expecting me to drop everything. Like, no, I'm going to just figure out how to do it without you. That's it. Yeah, there, there's actually, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so funny because, like, if he had been directing to, like, hey, I actually, I have a vehicle. I just, I need, like, my first paycheck in order to be able to fix it. Uh-huh. Is there any way we can work something out until then? You probably would have been like, yeah, man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we can but, figure something out. <laughs> but to me, but it's it, just that I think people are afraid. Like, a lot of people aren't that, that nice, which it's not nice. It's just, like. Courteous yeah you've you've uh, you haven't been able to have a job because you haven't had transportation but you can't have transportation without having this job so um but we we actually that actually reminded me that we did hire somebody i think it was 2017 or 2018 when we started working with the hotels that we still have the ongoing working relationship with but um we were doing like a big block of rooms for them okay. and we hired I think it was like my dad's co-worker's nephew or something 
um, to help us out that week. And the intention was to keep him on as a helper. Um, but at the end of the week, when we gave him his paycheck, it, it was right before Christmas. So we were like, okay, have a good Christmas. He's like, thank you so much. I'll probably be back in, sometime in January or February. And we were like, wait, what? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going home for Christmas to visit some family. Um, but I don't really know when I'm going to be returning. And we were like, okay, well, when you do return, don't call us. <laughs> like, like he had all week to let us know that type of thing. We had all this work lined up with the intention of him being a helper. Yep. And he's like, yeah, I'll probably be back in a month or two. Like, and he was young. I mean, he was probably like 19 or 20, but um i mean that's kind of old enough to know like that's not really how having a job works (laughs) to learn that the world doesn't revolve around them like i'm not gonna drop everything and i'm not gonna wait here in in the corner until you come back like i need people who are gonna work i need to find a way to do the work and if you're not gonna be part of it well then we're gonna move on you know that's that's hard for people to grasp. I, I, the whole thing with the last guy that I wanted to touch on real quick, I yeah. wasn't I wasn't just quick to fire him for no reason. It, it was no. It was uh for me. It's the the not telling people thing because it starts the relationship off in business from I can't trust you. Why would you right. lie without having to lie? Why are you not explaining the situation? That kind of thing is hard to unprogram. And when you are on a job site and something goes wrong and he starts to deflect, Uh, are you going to be able to trust him? Those are things you got to think about. You got to think about the long term, you know, and we give our guys company credit cards. If I see a random charge on there, am I going to be able to trust him that it wasn't him, that something happened? If, you know, you know, there's a a number of things, but it's like when you uh, when you have a customer, right? And you tell them, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get here on this time. You know, if if you get there like 40 minutes late, the job is already starting off with the framing of I can't trust this person because they said they'll be here at this time and they're not. And it's hard Mm -hmm. to get people to stop that. The same thing. The same thing. And that's also the type of person who if something does go wrong on the job site and they don't tell you, but they like, they're going to wait to see if the client notices. Yep. Yep. That's also not a good way to go. It, these things are like, usually connected. It's like the person with this kind of personality is the person that does this kind of thing. Uh, you know, I try to tell my techs, like, if you fuck something up, you tell the client. If you don't want to, I will call them and tell them. But what we're not going to do is let them find it. Because if they find no. it, then the next time they're searching for it. That's yeah. common sense, but some people don't have common sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, um, my mom used to think I was like kind of crazy for this, but if I notice, like, uh, now I know how to like fix it as we go. But, um, like I used to tell clients if I saw like a drip or a run in the finish, uh-huh. like, Hey, I, I see this, I will need to come back and fix it instead of being like, mm, they might, it's in a, it's in a corner. They might not even notice that anyway, but like, I see it. 
I know it's not right. And I know my warranty says if there are drips or runs in the finish that it will be fixed. So I always point that type of thing out to the customers instead of waiting for them to notice. And I feel like that type of person would not do that. Exactly. And, and, and see, like, like I said, it just creates that distrust from the beginning and makes, if I can't, if I can't trust somebody, how am I going to hire them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, You know, like, like Damon has, you know, Damon, one of my texts, it's a supervisor too. He established from the beginning, I have kids. I'm not with my, uh, my baby mama. Like I need to go pick her up. Okay. Or uh, pick up the kids. Okay. The which days. Okay. These days. So I know how to work around a schedule. He didn't tell me from the beginning I could work all days, all hours just to get the fucking job. And when he gets it, well, I need this here and this here. It's like, they don't understand certain people don't understand the time and money it costs you to put jobs on the schedule. And then for you to just rearrange it on the fly is not possible. Mm-hmm. And then you have to resort to using subs and that sucks. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm curious, have you ever had um, like a major disaster with an employee, like and a client? Like, have you ever had anyone accused of stealing something or messing something up? I have. And how how you handled that? Literally today. uh, Oh, really? I had to go to a meeting at a hotel that we do. We've been there since 2014. Before Mm -hmm. I even started, my parents were the ones that, like, started this hotel. And they call us all the time. It's called Leaky Tiki Village in Winter Garden. Um, And this... This place has like a 1,300 tubs, but they do maintenance. So they call us, Mm -hmm. when they call us, it's like, well, we have five, six, seven, eight of them. I had this tech that I hired named Angel, and this bozo uses... Call him out. Yeah, I don't don't care because this this guy had experience with refinishing. What gets me upset Mm -hmm. is that this is a very important place, and I already told them, like, this place is maybe a fourth or a quarter of our revenue a year because they call us so often. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. And they don't care about the warranty. They just want the shit to look good and be nice. Um, mm-hmm. I had to go to a meeting because uh, they started looking at other companies because they were upset that the rooms recently, when we were sending this guy, were like a mess. They didn't care about the job. They cared about the state the rooms were left in. And so, you mm-hmm. know, sanding... He has his fucking boot print all over the fucking carpets, isn't vacuuming it, isn't cleaning up after himself. He used the hotel, the little towels, the like little face towels. <laughs> he, he used that as a fucking Terry towel and then put it back when it's like used with chemicals. It's super obvious. And then he used yeah. um, the paper towels from the hotel to dry the tub. And I had to go over there and apologize. And I told them, I, you know, we've, we've had this working relationship for such a long time. The thing is that they were considering going with one of my competitors, which is funny because I think he watches and he oh, really? had a meeting and everything, I think, because he had business cards there and stuff. So, but oh, I, um, wow. I, I told them, I'm like, look, give us another chance to make this right. I will make sure that the first full month that we're back working over there, that everyone who's there is going to be supervised. They're going to have a supervisor before, uh, you know, we keep on going, but that alone, like that's, you know, you're talking about something that is, about a quarter of our revenue last year yeah. and how fast it could just go away for something so stupid, like just cleaning up, clean, cleaning up after yourself. 
Yeah. And it's one guy yeah. who's not even here anymore who caused this entire mm-hmm. thing. Um, so, yeah, that's one. I've, I've also had, you know, you, you always have like, I don't know, disgruntled employees and stuff. I've had a, I had an employee once. His name is Gene. And uh, I'm calling him out. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he got mad once at some lady. And uh, he like sprayed on her freaking drywall. Purposely just mm. pulled the masking because she was being picky. Oh, and he got, oh, wow. he got like pissed off. Like, you know, so like the, the drywall right next to like a tub and surround. He was spraying this mm-hmm. around and I guess the tape started like coming loose and he just pulled the whole thing of masking off and just sprayed the area anyway and just got the, the, the spray all over. And that was the, the funny thing is like, so that guy had a bunch of issues. It sucked because he was just wasted potential. Like he had so he, he knew how to do the job perfectly. Uh, he was a little hot headed and mm-hmm. also just like, you know, he's one of those people that always thinks someone's trying to pull one on him. I don't know just one of those yeah so we let him go uh not shortly after that we kept around for a few more years but i had to paint the lady's house like in in her bathroom and shit it was a whole thing um yeah and then dropping acid on floors i've had i've had these idiots do that before uh, on tile on uh, Uh oh yeah on wood and have to replace it so yeah to me the bigger thing is like that's why I mentioned the hotel because something so stupid can get you kicked out. You yeah. think that all just, they care about is how the just, job comes out, but that's not it. Yeah, no. Like it's just vacuuming up after yourself. Like would cost you like thousands of dollars, <laughs> yeah. many thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like that's that's not okay. Yeah, and I just asked because I was um I was thinking about um a couple. Uh, like a month or two ago, I was accused of stealing a hair dryer from a customer. And like, I know I didn't steal that hair dryer, mm-hmm. but like, I just like, I'm so nervous to like have somebody who like, I don't, I don't know. I, I would have to take their word for it, whether they did or not. And those and, like really be able to like back, back them up on that type of thing. I, I did a, um, and I, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying that client doesn't know me, so they don't know if I'm telling the truth or not about stealing their hair dryer. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at least I have, like, the peace of mind of knowing, like, I definitely did not. Mm-hmm. And, but it kind of worries me about having employees. It's like, having to really have somebody who you can take their word for that type of thing. How did you? How did you resolve it? Well, basically, I just told them, um, you know, if, if they, it was, it was interesting because it was a vacant house. They were actually, they didn't live here yet. They're living in California, uh-huh. I think. Um, but they had like boxes being delivered to the house as I was there. And um, they asked me, you know, if things were delivered, if I would bring them in. Okay. Um, and then they said, you know, one of the things that was delivered was a hairdryer. Um, and it was missing. They know it was delivered because it said it was delivered. Um, so basically I just said, you know, um, I, as a courtesy brought in your packages Uh as you requested. Um, but 
you know, no, I, I, I basically was just like, no, I did not take any of them. I perhaps should not have agreed to do that and had you ask a neighbor to do that instead. Um, it, I, I was just like, I hope you find it. And if mm-hmm. you do find it, just let me know. Um, and I, I never heard from them again. Were but they upset? I was just like, sorry. Were they upset about the whole situation? I don't know. It was, they didn't, they just, just said it over text. They just said a hair dryer that was delivered while you were working is missing. Do you have it? And I just said, no, I don't have it. You know, I brought in everything as, you know, as a courtesy, but I did not steal any of your packages, uh, either on purpose or accidentally. Yeah. Um, please just let me know if you find it. I had a, a and, s- kind of similar situation, yeah. but it wasn't with stealing. It was more with somebody accused us of breaking a mirror. <laughs> I made a, a Instagram reel about oh. it. Um, and like we have pictures and video of completion. So the mirror was attached when we sent the video. Um, and the lady still didn't believe me. She's like, yeah. well, it could have broken after. I was like, yeah, I guess could have theoretically, but theoretically a meteor could have hit the fucking house. So, um, I, I, what I, what I told her was basically like, look, I didn't break it, but I'll replace your mirror. If that's what, if that's what will make you happy. The mirror was like a, it was like one of those cheap yeah. little circle mirrors. It's like 30 bucks. I'm like, if that'll make you happy, I'll do it. Oh, okay. She said yes. Yeah. And then she called me 20 minutes later and said, you know what? Forget it. Because like just the fact that you're willing to pay for it and you're telling me that you didn't do it. I don't know why you would lie about it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. At least you get it. Like, I, 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 if it, if it was us and it was a mistake and I knew for a fact, I would have been like, of course, yeah, we'll replace it. It was, it was an accident. Like, like we were talking about before, I wouldn't even let them find it. I would have been like, this happened. But I think yeah. it, it computed with for her. Sure. It computed with her that like, okay, why are they going to keep sticking by that it wasn't them and still replace it? They just want, yeah. the situation to be solved they don't really care and that's kind of it yeah. like, that, that that's what i like in that scenario if that would happen to me i would have been like you want me to buy you another hair dryer it, like well i'm not buying someone a 500 dollars dyson hair dryer <laughs> i <laughs> sorry i'm not like i get that but at the same time it's like you had stuff delivered to your mm-hmm. house you asked me to bring it in i did Maybe in the future, I will say, no, I'm not comfortable touching any of your packages. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to a neighbor. I think that would probably be how I handle it in the future. Um, but, you know, then if, if if something says it was delivered and it wasn't, the person to reach out to then is the delivery company or the manufacturer, not, I got not me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not going to be like, I, in 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 that situation, I was just like, "Are they asking me that because I'm a woman?" And they, I don't know, I like because oh, she's a woman, she must want this expensive hair dryer. Um, and and I mean that within reason. Obviously, if it's five hundred bucks, yeah. Well, then, you know, but <laughs> I was just you know, like, not no. <laughs> in, in, in that scenario, like, it, it you you kind of did the right thing and just saying like, "Hey, well." I don't know what to tell you. You told me to do this. Yeah. Like it might have been a setup. Yeah. They might have just tried to see if you if if you would pay them. Perhaps. Perhaps, maybe. And you know, I didn't even they didn't ask 
me to and I didn't offer. They just asked if I had it. And I said, no, let me know if you find it. Because yeah. um, oh. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was just weird. And I, I don't know. I just sometimes think about that um, if I have an employee. Well, if, and if, you're right, you're right. I don't know them either, so who knows if they even had one delivered to the house? Yeah, and with the with the employees, it, the thing is, like, it you just need to learn how to we like if people are coming starting things from a place of distrust, you gotta get rid of them before you let it linger because those are the types of people yeah. that steal, those are the types of people that do things like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, usually it's you can tell within a week or two who's honest. And if you want to constantly supervise them with, before they're let out on their own, that's the best way to do it. That way they know etiquette in people's houses mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I did have a, a final question here for you because we're, okay. we're about 45 minutes into this one. Um, yeah. So uh, what are your goals for 2023 and uh, beyond? And then I'll end it there, okay? Yeah, I think... <sighs> I mean, I have been saying this for like two years, but my goal for 2023 is to finally, is to hire a helper. Um, And I think I'm going to have to approach it in the way you were talking about, just, you know, somebody who can be on call, who is, you know, I just kind of really, even if they're not my permanent person who's going to grow with the company and become a supervisor, although that would be ideal. At least it would be, it would teach me how to be a boss. Yep. Um, teach me how to be an employer. And I think that's something that's going to be a valuable lesson going forward because I, I do, I guess the goal is to grow. I want to grow. I want to not be, you know, on, on site every day doing the dirty work. Um, I feel like I've kind of done that long enough and I'm ready to take on other tasks within the business. So I think 2023 is the year I do it. Well, good luck with that. I will say, thank you. Don't underestimate going to a place like even, I know how this sounds, but like if you go to Home Depot or Lowe's, a lot of the times Mm -hmm. there's people there who have yeah. construction experience who are ready to work and they don't have set schedules. It might be worth it to grab one of them and just be like, Hey, yeah, this is what it's going to be whenever I need you. And if you're available, because trust me, a guaranteed one or two days a week to some of those people is better than standing outside home Depot, not knowing what the fuck they're getting themselves into for the day. So that's just a that's tip. I could, you know, I could leave you with, with that tip there. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, so that was a good conversation. I appreciate you coming through. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end it here, and uh, we'll see you guys okay. on the next one. All righty. To the Bathtub Refinishing Podcast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to keep up with the Bathtub Guys on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Or visit bathtubguys.com for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.